August 1st, 2022. You're listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. I am Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Don. We're back. I, always, I never know what to say there. First day of August. Tomorrow's like a voting day, I guess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Some kind oh, of vote. Okay. There's a voting thing. There's a sheet to fill out. So I think it's for like something important. The whole world is at stake. Life, everything. But um, how are you, Don? Did you um did you quit your job? Oh. Oh. What? Donnie must have hit something. He, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He said, oh, and then he disconnected from the meeting. So um, we'll uh, we'll pause the show momentarily and see if he comes back here. I hope he didn't like lose his uh, or I maybe I lost my internet. I'm not sure, but uh, hold on. Uh, I got all excited and I like the X button on my Windows. Oh, I was like, oh, the big news! And I clicked the button and I just went, I just shut this off. Too. <laughs> That's okay. I've done dumb things like that too. So, yeah. so then tell us what is the big news? Yeah, I did. I, I I went in there Tuesday and put in the two uh, weeks. I put in the two weeks' notice, and then everybody went crazy. Everything went crazy in that place. Let's just say by the end of the week, corporate was in there. Really, and they were talking to me like, "Listen, things are going to change. Everything's <laughs> going to be better. This guy's we're getting this guy." He's going to stay away from you and not bug you guys. And you can just go back there and do your jobs like you want and how you want and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they said, so if you'll give us like, you know, three or four weeks to institute these policies, they got a new manager guy coming in. There was a bunch of scandalous stuff going on. They had to suspend two where show house showroom managers because they were pulling a scam of some sort. Allegedly, of course, because you're innocent until proven guilty. But it's like <laughs> these two scumbags, they're guilty. Um, so, so there was all kinds of stuff going on and, and then I, I was in the middle of it and the corporate guy's just like, I got this new manager guy coming in. He's, you know, he's going to be working with you guys exclusively. He's a great guy. He's a nice guy. Blah, blah, blah. I met him a couple of times. I've been like, he's, and he's all right. You know, nothing. The new guy. And, uh, and he goes, so if you know, if you could, if you could give him like three weeks and four weeks, I bet you this place will be right where you want it to be and everybody will be happy. And I just looked at him. I said, you got less than two. So I like, you know how I like to be dramatic and stupid. So yeah, that's hilarious. That's, uh, yeah. but I might end up staying now. So I uh, told corporate, they got less than two. That's a, that's fucking great. All right. Good for you, man. Well, let's see what happens, but you know, yeah, we'll see. I, um, I did the Uber eats thing. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about it. How did, how did that, did you sit around waiting, going, am I doing this right? Just waiting for the order to come in? Because <laughs> I did that. Um, well, you know, you've talked about it in the past. And a lot sure. of things you say, uh, I recalled. Um, so I, I, I was listening. And one thing I got to tell everybody out there, uh, it's rather important. And uh, I want to <laughs> just point this out to people. When, if you own a house... Or maybe uh -huh. even an apartment. And, sure. Uh, you have an address somewhere on your freaking building or something. Two things. First, make sure you can see it and uh, it's large. And second, illuminate it. 
because <laughs> it is ridiculous, man. Isn't it dumb? It is like there. Listen, if you got an address on your mailbox and it's reflective, great. I'm driving. I'm looking at the mailboxes. I can see where you live. It's awesome. The GPS is pretty accurate, but it's it can be pretty hard uh, when everything's think- all mashed together, right? To figure yeah. out which one is which, right? And then these people have like some cursive numbers that are about the size of a quarter, like on their, the, yeah. the, the, their house in the darkness. And it's like, listen, I got to run multiple orders. I don't got time to be fucking around because the other guy's food's going to get cold. Yeah. So I am, I am just, you know, you're going to people, and this is only for the people that haven't checked their address. The rest of you are good. You, you, if your food ends up at somebody else's house, don't give me a bad review about it. I just got to guess at some point. I can't be walking around your yard with a fucking flashlight like a criminal to right. try to figure out what your damn address is. I, I can't believe it's 2022. Everybody's getting orders all the time. UPS, FedEx, shit like that. Regular postal service, Uber Eats and stuff. And these people have like terrible addresses, man. I went behind this place. Uh, be, you, you know, I went everywhere, by the way. But I went, yeah. I went behind this place on Engel and Brook Park. Right? It's like this yeah. apartment thing where, like, all the apartments are kind of in a line. They're all like right, you know, wall to wall, right next to each other. And right. you go around back. There's like an alley in the back, which is like a road, and all the addresses are come. It's like pitch black. It is. They're all unreadable, and they're like literally like a couple of feet from away <laughs> yeah. from the car and it, you yeah. can't see him at all. And then there's just like one dude, <laughs> one dude's thing. He has his address illuminated. Like it's the craziest thing. Like there's one address that's bright. Not the one I was looking for. Right. Every other one is impossible to read. I had to pull the car over, get out, walk by a party. Cause there's always some garage party going on mm. somewhere. Yeah. And try to figure out if it's this one or that. And I am like a foot away from the address. Like, what does this say? Like, yeah. I am bringing a flashlight for now on, but I'm right. just going to beam it out of the car. I hope nobody it's, shoots at me because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's almost as if they don't want their food. I mean, you're not kidding. I went, I totally did that thing you did. I went to this one house, no lights on, no, right. no front light, no side light. The thing says, leave the food at the side door. It is pitch black. I put the food down and took a picture of darkness and right. sent it to him. Like, yeah. there's your food. I hope you find it because it's <laughs> ridiculous that you can't turn a light on for me or illuminate your freaking address. Yeah. But right. um, no. So like the experience for me, okay, with Uber Eats, because I don't know how it differs from DoorDash because I don't do DoorDash, right. is, um, you know, you, you, you turn it on and it starts looking for orders, right? And uh, it says, you know, looking for orders. And then um, it's obviously scoped to the vicinity that you're in for the most part. Right. Right. So if you're near like a Red Lobster and an, an order comes in for Red Lobster, you have a pretty good chance of getting it because you're close to it. Right. But I think I'm also kind of low man on the totem pole. And uh, so sometimes, you know, I'm I'm sitting there for a while not getting any orders because other people are picking them up. That's understandable. Right. I get it. I'm, I'm fairly new. Then there's these other orders that come in that are ridiculous. Like 
they'll say something like, go to Condado Taco, which is in the mm-hmm. bottom of the county in the corner at Strongsville, right, uh, on 82. And it's like, and take it to West 4th Street in Cleveland, which is by the yeah. lake at the top of the county. And you'll yeah. get like 15 bucks. And it's like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because I'm going to have to drive that back, right? So it's yeah. it's going to be like an hour or more of driving for $15. Now, somebody might be like, well, that sounds pretty good. It's not because that 15 bucks, you, you know, you're going to pay for gas or in my case, maybe some electricity for the car. You're putting wear on the car. And then at the end of the day, you were still going to pay taxes on this at the end of the year. So right. it's going to work out to like, you know, $10 or something. I mean, maybe better than that. But the, the point is, is. There's still a lot of fucking around and you got to go into like the shitty part of Cleveland, you know, right. plus any of that, any of that, like uh, teens, low, low twenties streets in yeah. Cleveland means I'm probably going to end up at some hotel or something in the city, which is a nightmare, right? right. Because there's no free parking and, no. uh, you know, I'm by myself. So I'm going to just roll up on the sidewalk or something and go walk into a place like a hotel. Yeah. It's, Double park. It, yeah, you you have to. I mean, I I did deliver to the DoubleTree downtown, which I didn't know where it was, and the GPS was didn't know where it was either. Uh, <laughs> so um, it was a it was a struggle to find that guy and give him his food. And yeah. then um, some of them, I just I don't I don't know how the algorithm works exactly, but like the single orders, and and this. Let me just point out, like, I'm not an expert at this right now. So there may be a way to do this right. I'm just not sure what it is. Okay. So on the Uber Eats thing, you know, it's looking for orders. And then a a little map pops up, right? And it shows you a a dollar figure of what you will probably make. It's not exact. It's basically saying this is the money that you'll probably make with the tip. But But the customer has an hour to go in and edit the tip after they receive their food. Right. So you could get less or you could get more, but I've yet to see that happen. Um, And it shows a map and it'll sometimes have a little number there, like a two, meaning it's two orders, but it doesn't show you the second order. Yeah. So, so you're like, all right, well, this one is, you know, pick up uh, um, uh, something from Baskin Robbins, deliver it in Berea, right? And it's like Baskin Robbins is in Middleburg. Maria's close by. That's okay. Okay. I'll do that one. Right. I I get that one. And then the other one's like, go pick up some chocolate chip pancakes at IHOP. Right. That's it. (laughs) Just, just, just one order of chocolate chip pancakes at IHOP, which is right there in Middleburg, pretty close to the Baskin Robbins. I'm like, all right. So I go and I drive to the, this, you know, Berea thing um, down on the West side of Berea. And when I get that one done, right, it says, okay, your next stop is in Illyria. <laughs> Illyria, man. That it's is, far. It, it's like much. 25 miles, man, from where I right. was. It, and it was crazy. I'm not even exaggerating. I, It's literally said, this is going to take you 40 minutes to get yeah. to this thing. And I'm just like, what? Like, what? First of all, my mind is blown. Who needs chocolate chip pancakes 40 minutes away. It's going to be cold as shit by the time I get it to you. And they're not that good. (laughs) Like, and can't you order from a place that's closer to you? Like, what is the deal with ordering? 
And so, like, I had to do it. I already had the food in the car. I, I'm not. I can't give it up. I have the food in the car, right? right. I'm tempted to just eat the pancakes and be like, "Fuck you! I'm not doing right. this." But yeah. no. So then I had another one like that. Okay, I'm also in Berea. It's about eleven o'clock at night. It's for uh, Papa John's, right? And uh, I figure they have their own drivers, but whatever. And it's it's a uh, it's um. It was two orders, right? A uh, medium pizza and a medium pizza. So the, the one medium pizza was from Berea to where I, York Road over by me near North Royalton, right? A little bit of a drive, but um, okay, not not too bad, right? So yeah. I take the one pizza to that one, no big deal, drop it off. The next one's in Warrensville Heights, Oof. which is like just the Oof. ghetto, basically. <laughs> it's not the ghetto, but it's, it's close. And... Yeah. Uh, and it's far, right? And I'm like, what? there is a Papa John's closer to yeah. Warrensville Heights than, <laughs> than the one in freaking Berea. Like, how yeah. does this algorithm work, man? So well, I then, go ahead. It's, it's not it's not the algorithm; it's the people ordering it because they have the option to cho- to choose where they order it from, and they don't normally don't look. And they're paying and like they, a big ass fee to have it delivered yeah. to them way out there. That's what I I was thinking that too. So I drive this thing all the way out there, right? Just irritated. Um, I get there, and uh, it, oh, and it says, and this is great too, right? So it's 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 not a great neighborhood, and um, it says, "Wait in car." That's the instructions. <laughs> it doesn't say leave at door. It doesn't say meet at door. It says wait in car. So Oof. I get to the I get to the tree lawn thing, and I'm like, I'm like. Uh, I text them. I'm like, I can't figure out which house is yours because, again, <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about their address. Good luck right. finding it. They just right. expect you to just know. And they write back and they just say, it's the blue house. And I'm like, look at it. And there's like there's like two blue houses right next to each other. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. All right. So I, I pull in to the one that the GPS was basically telling me it was. And I said, okay, I'm here. And I'm just sitting there. And nobody comes. Right. And then eventually, about five minutes later, uh, a woman comes to the door and she's like, she's like, is that pizza paid for already? Did she, or did she, did she pay for that pizza already? And I'm like, I get out of the car and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, we already ordered some. It was taking too long. And I said, that's because she ordered it from Berea. (laughs) And she's like, she ordered it from Berea. And then, you know, she took it. She's like, well, thank you. And I'm just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's. That was ridiculous. And so I'm like really weary now of taking these double orders. I look, the only way I can really tell is I look at the time because it has an estimate of how long they think it'll take you. Yeah. So it's like if it starts saying some craziness, like, you know, 45 minutes or something, I'm just like, I don't care how much it is, like, you know, 20 bucks or not. Like, no, because I got to, yeah. again, I got to drive all the way back. This thing's so stupid. Right. Like if I if I took the order that I would get out in Warrensville Heights, it'd probably send me to like Erie, Pennsylvania or something before the end of the night. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would just keep sending me further away from where I live. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's what, that's what it does is because they'd be like, oh, we'll assign you one on your way back. And you're like, oh, okay. But then it takes you the opposite direction. <laughs> you're two counties over. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, yeah. And just not near any other food thing either. Like yeah. just, you know. Uh, or at least nobody that has a deal with the with the company or whatever. So, that, go ahead. That's why that's why I stick to the rule. If if they tell me it's eight bucks, then it can't be more than four miles away. Oh, that's interesting. 
because that you doesn't, don't, that doesn't you seem don't to work with Uber Eats though. But that's good. With well, that I mean, that's the thing is you got to decline stuff. You got to be like, nope. Oh nope, yeah, I do. Not. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, fed up. I'll I'll look at the I'll look at the money and I'll look at the distance and I'll be like, because then it'll be like, okay, well, if I'm getting a dollar a mile, because you got to double the distance. Uh, like you said, you got to, you know what I mean? If they say, it's, oh, it's five miles away. And you're like, okay, well, it's 10 miles to me because I got to come back. Right. Right. So, yeah. so you're just like, okay, so 10 miles, I need at least 10 bucks. And if it's like, you know, $5, I, I, I get that on DoorDash where they'll be like, pick up Cheesecake Factory at Crocker Park and take it all the way to Middleburg Heights. <laughs> and it's just like, no. Right. Right. Nope. Oh, no. like I'm not going to do that. That's crazy. I mean, I can't order something that far away, though. I don't understand how the Illyria people get away with it because I can't order Cheesecake Factory from where I live. Right. I mean, you know, it's just but that and but that is technically closer than Illyria is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think some people have a hack or something because I just feel like, I, you know, some of these things are ridiculous. But I, I agree with you. They're paying some sort of premium to get it, but they're getting their food cold. It's just stupid. Yeah. And then I'm and sure I, they're going to just like, you know give me a negative review or something be like, it took too long to get here. <laughs> you know, right. be like, it's not my fault, man. You ordered it, this thing a million miles away. It's, it's, it, it's amazing how you learn, like just from doing like delivery driving, you, you get to learn. You're, you're like, Oh my God, these people are all idiots. <laughs> you know, from, from, from like instructions, like you couldn't tell me it was the corner house. Right, you know what I mean. Like that would have been so because because I don't know if you've experienced this yet. You've only been doing it a little bit, but you go drive into there like I live on such and such a street. Here's the address. You know, just say the address and the street name. And you're like, okay, and you're just driving down the street, and you know they got little side streets jutting off the side. You know, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, these numbers are no. First it was too low, now it's too high. Oh like, did yeah, I, did, oh, I, did yeah. I miss this? Yeah, and you turn around, their driveways on another street. And not, and not the main street right. that you're on. So right. it's like, you got to go back and, yeah. and it's just like. Or you're just you're, inside these crazy apartment complexes with these weird ass number schemes, man, right. where they're just like, there's just like these ranges. And then there's like two ends that have different things. Or they're like, they go from like one, a high number to a low number and then a lower number to a high number. And you're like, yeah. well, what's in between where? What? You know what or I mean? You, and then you don't know you, if you're behind the place or in front of the place because you, the way they're laid out, it's the GPS might take you around the back. Yeah. It's it's really fucking hard. And you'll get those you'll get those apartment buildings that'll have three entrance ways, but it'll all be under the same address. <laughs> so you're just like, okay, which door do I go to? Right. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. The middle, the, the right one, the left one. I went to Polaris and, then, and uh, at night and I went in the wrong door. You know, this it's, it's another one of these muted door. Yeah. And uh, some guy was there and he's like, are you here for cosmetology? Cause that's the only thing that's open. And I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. And he's like, well, it's around the other side. You're going to have to go out and go back around. I'm like, all right. And then the girl that was ordering the food was like, I'm in, I'm at adult education. That's what she said. I'm at adult education. Oh, okay. Well, wherever that is, you know, yeah. like I ain't been there before. <laughs> so I just drive around Polaris career center until I find, but I did, you know, but yeah, no, um, I've made, since I started doing this for, uh, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday, I made $500. Yeah. So I've been driving like a, Fool to make five hundred dollars, oh, yeah. um, and uh, um, it's not great. 
<laughs> well, you're not somebody who, who likes driving around all the day. You know what I mean? You're probably like, oh, let's just get this over with. I mean, it, I don't mind it too much. For, first of all, I like being able to go into places and check them out, right? Like yeah. some of these bars and things that sometimes people order from or some restaurants sure. I've never been into. It's kind of interesting to go in and just see like, is this a place I like? Is this place cool? Is this place suck? You know, what kind of, what does yeah. the food smell like? You know, how's, how's the staff and everything? Yeah. Um, it's not so bad. Uh, that, that part of it's interesting. Doing some quick in the area runs to a place that has a decent address, uh, easy, uh, yeah. and um, not not a big deal. My car yeah. is, the Volt is the perfect car for this. It's just pretty much all electric and small, and I just zip in and out of things and, and um, uh, can, can do like pretty much a, most of an evening with, without ever switching it to gas. So, um, that's been pretty cool. Um, but the, uh, I mean, I went, I went into some crazy parts of Cleveland, um, Denison, you know, off Clark, uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard. Um, I, I went more East than I ever went West. I never went into like North Olmstead or anything over that way. I guess they've got enough Uber Eats drivers over there. Um, but in terms of like, getting people to go into Cleveland or East Cleveland, they're they're They give you bonuses too. They're like right. at this hour, you can get an extra $3 in, in order. Right. If you take it within this area and. Mm, that and, like, and, you, and you know why they're giving the $3. You're just like, I'm not doing it. I mean, it's just, uh, I'm not actually too, you know how I am. I'm not too intimidated by any of that. I mean, somebody will probably rob me and shoot me dead. Um, but that kind of thing never really, never really bothers me too much for some reason. Yeah. I never get really worried about it. Cause I'm just kind of, I don't know. I'm oblivious to things like that, but, uh, the East side is also a mess. Like I can't, the roads are just screwy. It's, it's like they built all that stuff in the 1800s, put cement on top of the dirt roads and said, there it is. It's done. Yeah. And it's just, it's just difficult to get around. And I, I don't know. And, you know, you're going to deal with like bums and stuff when you're like waiting for your pizza at little Caesars and everything that people order. And it's just like, I got to get back to like the, the Parma area or yeah, something. I, so. I don't go east of Rocky River. I, and I rarely go into Rocky River. So, um, Lakewood's let me ask, bad. let me ask, well, are all it's, right. it's, it's not that bad. It's just there's nowhere to park. Yeah. Well, that's true. I had to walk like four blocks once to get somebody their food because there was no parking spots near their yeah, house. Yeah, some streets are bullshit because right. um, there's the, the cars are just going all the way down. There's nowhere to stop unless, right. again, like you said, double park. You know, stop yeah, in the right. middle of the road or be in somebody else's driveway or something. But you're just asking for a ticket or trouble. You know, right. I mean, I've parked in more than one handicap spot to go take an order because there's nothing right there in front, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm hope I'm faster than the cop. Because, you know, if I get a ticket, it makes all of this not worth it at all, right? <laughs> right. right. It takes away all of it. It's just dumb. Yeah. But no. um, it's let not It's not terrible. What's it? I was going to say, let me ask you this. Have Have you had uh, the experience of getting an order and then going there and be like, it's going to be a few minutes and you've had to sit and wait? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this part. How many other drivers have started talking to you? Have you had that happen yet? No, but I have been, I mean, I have been in the vicinity of other drivers uh, pretty frequently, right? Right. Like some of these, I will say this, 
um, you know, for people that don't know or everything, at least my experience, which is limited, uh, the mom and pop type places um, that, uh, or, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like a, you know, like it can be an Indian restaurant that's just like a local restaurant, you know, or, yeah. or something like place, that, right? Or... Chinese place. These places are doing great. Like, because people are going in and out of these places all the time doing deliveries, right? But then, yeah. like, the macaroni grill or whatever, like, right. not so much. And, and I think what that has to do with is price. Because you can go into, like, these Chinese places or the Indian places or, a, um, like, a you know, one of them 24-hour breakfast places or whatever. And yeah. you can get, you know, a meal for around 10 bucks. You know what I mean? But then you've got places like Macaroni Grill that want to charge you 20 bucks for macaroni and cheese. Right. People are just like, nope, you know, so I don't do a lot of orders to, like that. Fast food, of course, is a big thing, but Chick-fil-A, no. Um, Swenson's is okay for me. Wendy's yeah. is getting a big no right now. Each Wendy's I go to is slower and dog shit. Really? McDonald's, great. Um, Burger King is touch and go. It's pretty much go, but <laughs> it depends on which one, time of day and everything. But um I steer away from fast food as, as much as possible. Well, Chipotle, for instance, right, I could do Chipotle. Yeah, they got it's they got a thing that you just walk in, you grab the bag, you walk out. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. most of them, so it's pretty uh, it's pretty straight. But um, and McDonald's is super quick, even if you have to wait in that line. Like McDonald's is just a crack outfit most of the time. Like they just got it down. Like I don't yeah. know, they're just like. Here's your food. Have a nice day. I mean, occasionally yeah. they'll be like, pull over there. But even then, you're not waiting that long, you know. Right. Um, but I don't know what's going on with Wendy's right now. A lot of these places, I know they they, they can't get enough help or, or whatever it is. But, like, like, you go to Dairy Queen, and Dairy Queen is another crack outfit. Like, there is, like, a ton of people working at Dairy Queen all the time. And it's just kind of like, what's the difference? Why can Dairy Queen get people to work and... Uh, you know, and and they're all fifteen, right? And uh, um, uh, steak and shake or whatever. Just they they can't even be open on the weekends yeah. because they're like we 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 can't we don't we can't get people. Yeah. It's, and it's like yeah, I know what people are thinking. It's money. I think it's money, but I also think it it has something to do with attitude or something. You know, like it's like they're working some people to death at some of these places, yeah. and and maybe making ice cream isn't that hard. I went up, I don't know if you've been, well, you say you don't go east of Rocky River. I went over to um, Broadview Road, um, which is over there in Seven Hills. Uh-huh. And there used to be a Ruby Tuesday over there. And uh, never been a fan. <laughs> and yeah. um, uh, they had like a salad bar and stuff. It was all right. But, but anyway, I went there because there was an order for a, a Dairy Queen. They got the craziest Dairy Queen it is the biggest freaking thing. In fact, I'm going to send you a picture of it right now on your phone so you can oh, see what okay. this thing looks like. Because it is the, I mean. It's the mother of all dairy queens. I mean, it's just, it, it it's like a beacon in the night. Yeah. Okay, I just sent it to you. You can zoom yeah. in on it when you see it. And uh, for people who don't know, Dairy Queen's just a, it's like a soft serve ice cream. And it used to be Everybody like, uh, like well, they don't have it out west. Um oh. It used to be a uh, um, kind of like your standard ice cream stand where, you know, it would be like a smaller thing. You'd get an ice cream. Then they eventually, like in the 80s, I think it was the 80s, they got into um, selling food. Dick Clark uh, would um, advertise the All-American 
meal and all this kind of thing. And you get a burger and fries and stuff. But the quality of the food wasn't so great. Um, and then in, I'd say in the last 10 years or so, they've really improved their food game. And they've kind right. of changed their name to Chill and Grill. And now their Grill places are like a lot bigger, you know, drive throughs And they've been like knocking down the stand ones and turning them into these grill and chills. And uh, the one I just sent Donnie is just like um, the biggest Dairy Queen I've ever seen. It's, it's it's bright. It's definitely bright. It's got like a patio in front. Like and that's, I'm zooming in on the patio. It looks like there's somebody staring at you as you're taking the picture. <laughs> I hope so. I hope, <laughs> I hope they think I'm uh, yeah that lady. She's like, what is he doing? Yeah. I'm gonna. What's that guy doing over there in the corner? <laughs> he looks awfully suspicious. What is he doing over in here? Seven Hills with the giant ass Dairy Queen that we have? Excuse excuse me, sir. What are you doing? Well, where I come from, we call this parking. Yes. Yes, it's, it, that thing reminds me of the McDonald's in Independence. It has like two floors or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, rock sign. Right. <laughs> um, so like, I, I did all this. Um, I'm going to keep doing it as I'm bored. But uh, I this like um, I yeah, there was like a $70 bonus if you got 30 orders done over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, so I just buckled down and did those 30 orders, but it's quite a time sink because like I said, I don't always get orders even like, right. you know, during right. key times, um, I, it might be an hour sometimes where I don't get an order for whatever reason. And so it's not easy always to fulfill those 30 orders, especially when right. you're throwing a lot of orders away because you don't want to drive out and to the sticks, you know, for $3. Right. Yeah. I had a guy order, like I, it said, you'll make $2 and 90 cents. Go to, <laughs> go to Krispy Kreme and then go to wherever this guy lives. And I'm just like, what, what, did no. he, what did he order? You know what I mean? Like it's, I know he didn't tip, but, yeah. but, but what did he order? That's like, you know what I mean? Like a donut and a cup of coffee. Like, right. That's the other thing. Like it's not cheap to order from these services, right? You're yeah. paying like a service fee and uh, a delivery fee, unless you pay for the membership, but then you're paying for the membership. Right. And, and the tip. And, yeah. And of course you, you know, you're expected to tip if you tip. And, and so, yeah. And that's another thing. Like um, if you don't tip, that's why people out there, you're paying the service fee. The service fee that you're paying is to offset the fact that you don't tip because if the order isn't being picked up, they start to add dollars to right. the order to make it so that somebody eventually picks it up. So they're fo they're forcing you to tip by making you pay that service fee because too many of you are cheap, cheap <laughs> and uh, and not uh, not tipping. Um, but at the same time, it's, it, I, you know, it's expensive. So why would you order just chocolate chip pancakes, man? When I order something from any of these things, I always get something for later. <laughs> it's like, right. I'm going to reheat something at some point. So I'll get like a couple things because I was, I'm not going to order shit twice. You know what I mean? It's expensive. Right. It's, it's crazy, but no, well, people, would, they order the craziest shit. That would be the, that would be the only reason to like use that for me personally. That would be the only reason to use that service is if it was like, I got four or five people here I need food for right now. Yeah. Like, okay. You know what I mean? I can't leave. Okay, great. Then I guess we'll just, we'll just try to get somebody to deliver something, you know? Right. 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 I mean, you you know, or they get dispatched for like a pizza or something, you know, because some yeah. places now they're just using DoorDash instead of a pizza plate or their own drivers or whatever. 
like you were saying that earlier about Papa John's. Yeah. I, I get, I, I've had orders for Marcos and stuff. And it's funny because you go in there and you're like, yeah, I'm picking up an order for DoorDash. And you just stare over at the driver standing there. <laughs> it's like, you guys work here and I'm making your money. I know. Like, here. So good. I don't know. They get overloaded. I think though it's, it's whatever, but it, it's um. now I have the, uh, I just today I just got the credit card, so I think like um, what it is right is that normally Uber Eats has deals with these companies, right? So I don't pay for McDonald's. You know what I mean? I pull up and I'm like, I got an order for Jim, yeah. and then they give me Jim's order. I don't give them money. DoorDash or whoever has worked out a deal with them. So that there's only certain places you can go because they they can't pay for the order, you know what I mean, to yeah. these other places. So now I have the credit card. So now I can go in and pick up the order and pay for it. So yeah. now it's going to give me more, supposedly, opportunities because there'll be more places to go. I just want to get bigger. I just want to get better tips. <laughs> right. Because I yeah. want to like drive less, get paid more. I think that's what everybody wants. Yeah. Um, but I don't even, I don't know. I don't know how much I'm going to keep doing it, but, um, I'm going to, I get bored. So I'll just spend my time driving around. Um, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> enough about that. Okay. Right. I did want to talk a little bit about electric cars. Cause, um, if you don't have one, which most people don't, uh, there's a lot of people out there complaining about things about electric cars because, you know, there's these mandates and things, uh, you know, where they want um, you know, people to eventually drive all electric cars and people with gas cars are like, boo, and all yeah, this right. kind of thing. Probably none of that will happen before any of anybody listening is dead. Um, but one thing to understand, too, is that uh, the Chinese are actually the ones driving it. I think I talked about this before. Um, they... Um, they buy more cars than we do, as do the Europeans add to that. Uh, and China has made it so that all their cars have to be electric. So all of the, man the auto manufacturers want the Chinese money. So they're switching all of their cars over to electric because that's where the money is, right? And yeah, they'll still make SUVs with gas engines for Americans for now, but you know, America is like 300 million people versus like 1 billion plus Chinese people. Plus you got all of Europe and uh, probably a lot of other countries as well that are trying to clean up their greenhouse. So most of the rest of the world is all about electric cars. So one of the arguments though, that people make that I, I read about a lot uh, online when people always bring up the same things because they all watch the same stupid TV shows and have the same stupid talking points is that they're all like, you, you know, it, my house can't support one of those charging things and it's just, I don't have enough power. Most people don't have enough electricity to power the blah, 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 the, the thing. Uh, and, and a couple points I wanted to make about that argument. The first thing is, is that you can totally charge your car with a 110 volt charger. The same, you know, plug it into yeah. the house. My car comes with a 110 charger. It's slow, but it's not super slow. Like, like if I plug my car in at night at 12 amp, right? You can also do eight amp if you want. Um, but 12 amp is what I use. And, uh, on a 110 plug, 
plug it into any old outlet, uh, and it will get me 50 miles of range before morning, right? And 50 miles for most people back and forth to work is enough, right? But the other thing about that is like you might be saying like, well, I drive way more than 50 miles a day or something. Some people do. I get it. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, is that with these new cars, for instance, that are coming out now, um, that get about 300 plus miles on a charge, they charge at these charging stations in 15 minutes. So you can, you don't have to, you know, charge all the way up at home. You can go to a charging station, just like you go to a gas station now, charge your car up and then go home. And then if you want to use the 110 charger, if you can, great. If you can't, it, you don't need to charge it at home. You can go to a charging station just like you go to a gas station today. So, you know, yes, I totally agree. 15 minutes is a lot longer than most of the time when you're buying gasoline, but it's not that bad. And this technology keeps improving. They've got ones now where they're talking like they can charge up the whole car to 80% in like a couple minutes. So I don't know, like the, the, um, the, I think the, the struggle there is more about like, that's a lot of electricity in a short period of time. And so these, the, these actual filling stations that provide that the, um, the, uh, the cables, right. That connect the car to the thing actually have liquid coolant running through them because there's so much power going through that wire you know, it heats up. And so they've got to, um, they've got to cool it down. So there's a whole plumbing process that's going on here as well in order to make that work. But that is the future. So, I mean, it's going to just be like the same thing you're doing now. You'll go to an electric station, like a gas station, you'll charge your car up in a couple minutes, and then you'll take your car back home. I know a lot of people out there are still going to balk about it and everything, but if you've never actually driven an electric car, it's, it's, it's pretty great. Because, like, you have, like, instant power. You don't have to worry about gear shifting. There's not that pause between pressing the gas pedal and going. It's just, like, you just hit it and you're, the car just takes off and goes. And it's super great. Um, I, you know, it's, it's something everybody should experience because it's, um, it, it's quick and it gets you in and out of things, like, like fast. Yeah. Um, but, uh. I do understand range anxiety though. Like I think like, um, if I, like if I were to like get rid of my cars and just have a purely electric car, um, I don't think there's enough charging stations, especially in Cleveland. Like if you live in LA or something, or maybe out West, there seems to be more of them, right? Maybe in New York, right? right? There's a bunch of them up in Lakewood for some reason, probably because that's like the liberalist, uh, that's where the hipsters, live. right? Right. But generally, in the general area, there's not many. And most of them that are here, other than the Tesla ones that are behind sheets, um, the regular ones just aren't fast chargers. And so, there, yeah, there would be some range anxiety there. But, you know, you can find them on a map and, and go do them. But um, I don't know. Like my car, uh, it doesn't it, – it's a Volt. Right. So for people who don't know, it's a, it's an unusual car. It's not really a hybrid. It's, it runs like about 40 to 50 miles purely on electric. When you, you know, you charge it up, 
40 or 50 miles, it doesn't matter what you're doing, highway, going up a hill, whatever, it's all battery all the way until the battery runs out. And then there's a generator in the car. And it's not like a regular engine turning the wheels and stuff. It's a generator. And it runs on gasoline. And so then the generator kicks on and it powers the electronics in the car. But the generator doesn't run all the time. It kind of runs as demand calls for it. And then it shuts itself off. So if you're like braking, going downhill, you know, just cruising, it'll shut itself off. And then when you need to accelerate or whatever, it just kicks right back on and starts powering the electronics again. And so they actually, it's not technically a hybrid. They call it an extended range vehicle, but it's like only one of two. It's like that one. And then they made a Cadillac SLR that's um, built the same way. Um, But nobody bought it because nobody understood it basically. And it's a compact and was kind of expensive uh, for what it was. So people were like, nah, I like my gasoline car, you know, but at least it has like this, you know, it takes gasoline and you can just drive it forever. And it gets like 45 miles to the gallon if you run it purely on gasoline. So um, it still gets great gas mileage. But um, if I got just a regular, like let's say a Tesla or something, you know, and you can get like 250 mile range or 200 mile range. I mean, that's more than enough to do like most anything. Um, but would I be able to drive to Pittsburgh and back with, like that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not right now. And right. The, the problem with my car with the Volt is that it'll take about, I forget like 30 or 40 amp. Um, and, and that's the maximum that it'll take. So basically the fastest charge from zero to 50 miles an hour, um, is about four hours, right? So I can't get that 15 minute thing for the electric on mine, but you know, this is one of the first electric cars made, you know what I mean? Like they, that's just the way they did it back then. Hmm. Um, but it's still, still four hours is a long time to just sit at a charger. So, you know, you have to have the gas engine now, Tesla's and things, I believe they charge much, much faster than that. As long as you're at one of those supercharging stations, but, um, I don't know that much about where all of those are, you know, I've seen them. Um, but I don't know like, uh, how accessible they are if you're trying to drive just say anywhere. So I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm not too worried about it though. I think I think it's GM has a new battery tech that they say doubles the range. Could be all buzz talk. Um they're doing something though. So we might be seeing ones that do about 400 to 500 miles on a charge. That's kind of a lot. I mean, especially if they can make it so you can charge it in a few minutes on top of it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's probably enough to settle just anybody's argument about the um the electric car at that point. Short of of course muscle car freaks and guys with just like engines, you know what I mean? But I mean, I never, my car, like oil change, it's once a year. Right. And I almost never have to change out the brakes because I almost never use the brakes because the, um, the car slows down, uh, regenerating, um, energy back to the car and there's different levels of it. And there's like, you know, uh, a shifter and a, and a paddle control that I can hit with my hand to really slow the car down almost to a stop um, by switching it. So it's doing like really heavy regenerative braking. Mm. So in terms of maintenance, it's super uh, thrifty, you know, like there's like nothing to really do with it versus a gasoline car 
um, that has all kinds of things that break down on it and all that sort of stuff. Now, again, my car is gasoline and uh, I did have a fouled spark plug. I talked about that. Um, so there is some bullshit that I have to deal with out of the, the gas engine part of it. But so far the, the battery part of it has been, has been fine, you know? So I don't know. I just think, um, there's some misconceptions about it. I think people, if you ever get an opportunity to rent one or whatever, just try it out. You don't have to just hate it and, and you don't have to like, like it either, but you know, it's okay to experience it. It's not like you're voting for it or something. It's, uh, like I said, that's basically being driven by a world market that we're in right now. And, um, I think eventually all of the compacts are going to get switched over to electric first, and then they'll eventually do SUVs. Trucks are going to be last. I know Tesla's got the cyber truck coming and everything, but I think people when, you know, when you take out a truck in general, like a working guy, you know, take yeah. his truck out, you're probably on a farm somewhere. You're, you're driving, you know, Working construction a site. site, right? Yeah. You know, you're 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 hauling something. Um, you're mm-hmm. gonna need a lot of battery, and that's a lot of weight. And uh, so, trucks, I think, are still um, they're gonna be gasoline until we have this new battery technology that makes it more worthwhile. You know, yeah. and that's okay. There's enough people out there. They're dumb trucks driving. Around. <laughs> time. You ever get like you ever like. Why is it that people have trucks and then they drive them like they're race cars? You ever notice this? Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're just speeding like, you know, with their trucks. Yeah. It's just like, dude, it's not a sports car. It's a truck. You know what that, I mean? Like, like you got an engine in it. I get it. But it's meant for like hauling horses and boats and shit. You know, it's not here to race. That's that's the other thing with like driving in a driving for a delivery service is you'll you'll start to recognize all these other little things about other drivers where you're just like, wait a minute. Cause you don't really pay attention to it. Cause you're usually, you know what I mean? If yeah. it's a regular day, you're just A to B and you're done. Right. Whereas when you're delivery driving, you're like going to the same place and you're just like, seriously, does nobody stop for the stop sign? Or, you know what I mean? You start learning all these, you start seeing all this stuff. You're just like, what's with all the big, huge trucks, <laughs> like in the small parking lots. Right. And why did they uh, got, and why do you got to yes. park backwards? Yes, yes. Like the giant what's... truck in the parking lot because they're going to door ding me for sure. Right. I have a BMW 330i. It's a four-door sedan sports car. Um, it's a 2019. And uh, I bought it because I wanted something that was sporty, but also, hmm. you know, not little, I guess. So I got, you know, the four-door thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it looks sporty. And fuck, man, people are always trying to race me. They're, (laughs) they're constantly trying to like, it doesn't matter what piece of shit car they have. They're, they're always coming up on my side and trying to vroom around me or, um, or, or, you know, they want to go or whatever. And if I'm going fast, they got to go faster, right? They got to be like on my right and they they got to try to pass me up so they can show off that their car is faster than my car and shit. And I'm just yeah. like, man, listen, first of all, go ahead. yeah, absolutely. Yes. And then there's people, sometimes I do take them, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get irritated and I gotta, I gotta show them, uh, yeah. because it's like, look, I got, I got, it's only a four cylinder, but it's twin turbo. Right. And it's all electronic and it's, it's, it's ready to go. And yeah. If I see another car that I'm pretty sure is like a four cylinder with one of those stupid sports mufflers on it, 
you know what I mean? That's kind of low to the ground and it's all like, you know, making a bunch of noise. We're going to go and I'm going to blow his fucking socks off because, you know, they haven't probably spent any money on the actual engine. They just have all the ground effects and everything. But it's also their cars, you know, it's all shit they tweak themselves and the weight displacement's all wrong and everything. Or my car's factory and it's just, it's you know, it's designed to be fast. It goes 155 miles an hour. So, you know, it, it... I, I smoke these guys because of my engine size, but don't, don't get me wrong, folks. If I come up against a car, that's like an eight cylinder or something, or even a six, that's got a bigger engine in it. I'm not racing them. And I, yeah. you win like, congratulations. You've got a yeah. car that goes like 200 miles an hour. Yay for you. You can beat me. Cause I've got a four cylinder, you know? But these people just, they just want to go. They see a sporty car. They just want to race, man. And it's, it is, it is ridiculous. Yeah. It's so annoying. Like, it's just, it's just like, I don't know, man. I stop at a light and somebody's got to be like, and it's like, no, no. What do I want? Tickets my whole life? Just go, just go away. You know? I don't know. It, maybe it's a Cleveland thing or something around here. Maybe people just got to show off or something. I don't just get a it. Dickhead, it's just a dickhead thing. It, it, it is, man. Some of them just get angry because I won't go. And then they yeah. just they tear off and cut me off and then speed off like a maniac. And I'm yeah. just like, what? what, what, what? <laughs> so what do I have? A bumper sticker that says let's go or something? Like, I don't I, I like it when somebody gets on your tail, like gets on my tail and then like. Like if I'm going over the speed limit and you come up on me, yeah, I am now slowing down and going the speed limit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if I'm doing forty in a thirty-five, right? That's a, that's a good clip. You know what I mean? You're not you're not. I'm not driving so slow, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going five miles over the speed limit, right? And if you come pulling up on me and you're up my ass like that, I'm taking my foot off the gas, and once the needle hits thirty-five, I'll start hitting the gas again. I, boy, you know, people I, jump, they'll drop off. I I, th- I think like um, the thing I do is like if I'm on the highway and I'm doing like 75 or 80 miles an hour, which is which is ridiculous. All right, when yeah. the speed limit's like 60 here, yeah. um, and you're coming up on my ass, I will get over if if I don't have to slow down once I get over. Because right. I'm not going to slow down now to fucking 65 so you can go around, you know what I mean? So you can right. go faster now. Because most of these assholes just want to go faster than me for like a minute. Then they end up pulling over on the, the right, you know what I mean? And then I end up passing them up later on down the road because they don't have the whatever it is to, to keep it going the whole trip, you know? Now, I'm not saying everybody. There are some maniacs out there like me that are going to just drive 100 miles an hour down the highway and take their best shot with a cop or something. Sure. But um, I, I do most of the time drive pretty n- normal on side streets. I almost never go above uh, 10 over um, because uh, I've heard that cops pretty much won't um, stop anybody unless they go 11 or over. And, yeah. I, and I, I would say that has to be true. Except maybe in school zones, because um, I've been driving forever, (laughs) and I've passed cops doing ten over. I don't even slow down. I don't. I see a cop. I'm doing ten over. I'm doing forty five and a thirty five. I don't slow down, and they don't care. Like because everybody's doing it. You know, like everybody's doing it. School zones different. Plus those um, those cameras are also set to like take a picture twelve or thirteen miles over something like that. 
So um, they're not going to bust me either. So that's just pretty much common for me to go 10 over. But it, it depends on the road, too. In Cleveland, half the roads are probably like cities in the Ukraine right now, like with bomb craters in them, um, just torn to, to shambles. It's like you're just – got to drive slow because your car yeah. is going to get destroyed on some of these roads. And some roads, they're just made out of bricks. I don't, <laughs> I don't right. quite understand the whole brick thing. I, again, I think it was built in the 1800s, and they're just like, ah, cars can drive on bricks. Just leave it brick. Like, how do they even service a brick road? Does some guy come out? You used to work in bricks. Did somebody go out there with some cement and some fresh bricks and put a fresh brick in when there's a broken brick? There's no cement in the brick roads. It's all brick roads. It's just the the, dirt bricks in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they usually use like a a sand because you'll you'll level out your ground and then they pour sand down and then you basically hammer the bricks into the sand. It's kind of in it. And, it, and then the, the sand, when the sand expands from, out, from, you know what I mean? Like underneath the brick, the sand compacts. So it becomes more solid. Mm. And then everything on the side, like spreads, you know what I mean? In between the bricks to mm. kind of fill it up. It's an enjoyable, it's enjoyable to drive on that. It's oh, not, it's worse. not at all. It's, it is, it's, it's a bumpy nightmare. And yeah. uh, I don't know how snow plows handle that because they're usually scraping the ground. And they're yeah, probably they're like, just no. smashing into bricks constantly. Or something. They're like, oh, you got a you got a brick road? It's like, yeah, have fun digging yourself out because yeah. we're not coming through. For real, it's it's uh, and and they're yeah, they're those are another thing that are all over Cleveland and also in some neighborhoods, and it's just, ugh, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, but anyway, enough about that. I have one enough more up. topic before we run out of time. Oh, okay. So the, the Deshaun Watson, or however you oh, say his name. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Brown's quarterback. Uh, finally. I, finally said something. Yeah. Six six game suspension. Yeah. Um, now, I don't watch football, really. Um, I mean, if the Browns were. To You're go a casual in, fan. If, yeah, if the Browns were to go into the playoffs, right, I would watch that. Maybe right. I'd watch them play the Steelers maybe, but I have no real interest in, in watching football at all. Um, right. Even when I'm playing fantasy football, I don't really watch any of the games. Um, I just uh, uh, look at the stats and yeah. do it that way. Um, Cause I just don't have any real interest in the game. But that being said, uh, th- this was a weird maneuver by the Browns. As far as I'm concerned, um, yeah. Baker Mayfield uh, was supposedly going to be our guy. He got injured. He played through harsh part of his injury, right? Didn't yeah. play well. And uh, he's had some games where he did really good in the beginning, but he also had a tendency to, I think, throw a fair number of interceptions. Right. Um, whether, you know, when you're talking about quarterbacks and the Browns, there's a lot going on with your, you know, your, your, your line. You know, and how much protection oh, yeah. that quarterback's getting, and uh, are your wide receivers, you know, open? All this kind of shit. So yeah. it's I have, like I said, I don't watch it, so I have no way to say one way or the other if the guy got a fair shake. But I thought what they did to him was bullshit, right. which was basically, you know, they they didn't tell him they made this deal to get this guy, and they um, and and the thing that irritates me about it is is you know this guy was accused of. Uh, like 25 different women or something Yeah, that um, 
he uh, had he didn't rape them, but he had inappropriate no. sexual contact. Right, that's probably the best way to put it. They were all they were all masseuses, and they were all sort of right. They like he found people on like Instagram or something and asked them to give him a massage. That's what I read. And some of them probably were professional masseuses, but I'm just saying like some of them I think were just people that were like, he probably offered them some type of money. Right. And they were probably like, you know, you know, I mean, if somebody said to me, Hey, you want to give me a massage? I'd be be like, no. And then they'd be like, well, what if I gave you like three grand? I'd be like, well, what time? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> what kind of massage are we talking about? Right. I'm not that interested, but I mean, if you're going to pay me like that, you know what I mean? So I get it. Like, you know, I, I get it. So, you know, and, and I don't know all the details because, you know, part of this thing right now is like, first of all, he definitely got these massages. I, that's without a doubt. I mean, we all know that's fact. And in fact, um, uh, the organization he was with previously even helped arrange that he would have them at the facilities and uh, all of this kind of stuff. And uh, the, the, the question marks become, you know, uh, when he obviously comes on to them. That's the best way I can think of it. You know, right. is, he, is he exposing himself? Is he just asking for sexual favors? Is he is he apparently none of them said that he put their hands on them uh, from what I've heard. So there, again, there was nothing forced going on here, but um, there was a lot of this inappropriate allegations and uh, you know, all of them took the money and um, uh, they, uh, you know, come out and, and, and accuse him. And this is this thing, you know, where, listen, you've seen this happen now with lots of celebrities, good and bad. Right. Right. Where these women come out and they, they say, you know, I was involved in this, et cetera. And in almost every situation, these women are getting payouts and some of these payouts are big. I mean, there's big money you're talking about saying that something like this happened and you're walking out with, you know, six figures, maybe seven figures. Oh yeah. Uh, to not go take this person to court for making an accusation. So why wouldn't you make an accusation? You know what I mean? Right. If somebody's just coming on to you, but you're you're just sitting there and you're just like, well, he came on to me, and I didn't really think about it because you know he was just being fresh. But but you know he did. And how much money are we talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like right. like like. Now I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm just saying like because of the money. It makes it so it's hard to really know the truth, you know, right. and and yet you you keep having these th- this constant situation, and uh, I don't know, I don't, I I feel like um, if you put yourself into that situation like he did, he definitely was doing something, you know, inappropriate, and yeah. he's he's paying the price for it, but I don't think. It is to the extent of like uh, Bill Cosby or um, yeah. Weinstein, you know, CK, <laughs> right, right, and and this is more like some guy 
trying to hook up in the worst way possible kind of thing. Like, right. yeah. Louis C.K. actually, not so bad. I mean, you know. He, he, he asked if he could take his wiener out. Right. He, it was inappropriate. And he, you know, but the, you know, the idea that this guy wielded power over them, I don't really feel that that's what happened here. You know what I mean? I just think it was probably awkward for these women. And, but to, to, to walk away feeling like they were violated in some way, it's like you, you did agree to it. You know what I mean? Like you have to take some, uh, um, blame in this, yeah. and, and I'm not victim blaming because I mean Louis C.K. again inappropriate, shouldn't have done it. Basically, if you don't know, he just asked women if he could masturbate in front of them. in front of them, and not on them or anything. I think they sat yeah. across the room from him, and and I don't even know if he exposed himself to them or he was behind a desk or whatever. But yeah, um, and maybe he did. I I don't know. But my point is, is that if you say okay. I mean, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I it just seems to me like, do you really think he's going to ruin your career because you said no or something? You know what I mean? Like, I guess maybe, yeah. but I, can he ruin your career? Is Louis CK that powerful? Like, it's just things like that. And then, and then when it comes out, then people are like, oh, he did that to me and stuff. And really, it just seemed like a, a sexual quirk. It just seemed like a, a kink. You know what I mean? He went up to somebody that he was attracted to and he was yeah. just like, Hey, you know, you want to, you know, you want to do this kinky thing. And they were like, okay, you know what I mean? And then later yeah. they're like, yeah, that was weird. So, um, yeah, I think I was violated. It's like, mm, I don't agree. I, do, I don't agree. I wasn't there, but based on the, you know, what everybody's saying, it's just, it doesn't rise to the same thing as like drugging somebody like Cosby did. You know what I mean? Supposedly. Um, although he was found guilty of it. So he did, I guess. Um, yeah. Or like Weinstein, uh, and, you know, um, using his power and promises in order to give them some career versus in order for him to sleep with them. That's total bullshit. And, and on his case, and you know what I mean? Like he's, he's wrong, but um to me, Louis C.K. just had a had a kink, and he and yeah, he went with people that he was working with or around professionally. But I mean, how many of us have all dated somebody we've worked with? You know what I mean, or or something like that's just common, you know. But it's just that he had an unusual kink, and uh, it's out there. But I just I don't know. I don't I don't see Louis C.K. as being that bad of a of a thing. I just think right. it's uh, that's just my opinion. Everybody's got their own opinion. Um, Your opinion sucks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just it's 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 the Browns just put him in a it's it's stupid. But, but they thing. scooped his contract. They scooped his contract around the fact that he he his first year because what are they paying him like two hundred million dollars? It was something crazy, some high two hundred forty million. Yeah, two hundred forty million. But the first year, the Browns were like, we're only going to pay you a million, and that's because when you get fined or you get you know. Um, yeah. suspended, whatever. It's going to be based on that first year salary. So you're not going to have to pay very much. That's fucking wrong. You know what I yeah. mean? Because what that's saying is, is that when he's found guilty of something, right, we're going to, we're going to cover it for you. We're going to help you. We're going to help try to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. We're going to try and help you get, a, get around it 
because you're guilty, you know, because if he wasn't guilty, there wouldn't be a fine and there wouldn't be a suspension, right? Well, I mean, there's the public opinion true. thing, but in general, right. they, the Browns, you would, you would, you would think if there's no, if there's no penalty towards the person who's being accused of something, then he should be okay. Right. And the other but thing is that this guy, okay, he, he didn't play last year because he nope. was like in a contract dispute. So he, he set took, out, he took a whole year out. Right. Mm -hmm. And we gave this guy a shitload of money to come over to play on this team. Now, after yeah. all of this stress and politics around him, do you think this guy's going to play great? I don't. I mean, he might be a good player, but with the way the Browns are and our curse of a, of a team, right. I just don't think like, I would not be surprised three games in this guy's injured. He, you know, he hasn't played in a year. He's going to have a torn ACL. Right. <laughs> and uh, and Baker Mayfield's going to be laughing his ass off uh, in, in Carolina, Carolina. Um, because we made, you know, a horrible mistake. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the injuries in, in football are crazy. And if you take a year off, man, I don't know. I, I just don't have a lot. You get a couple years older now. Is he going to be any good? I mean, what do you personally think? I mean, I, you know, you would, you would like to think that he is going to be, but because of the fact that I've been a Browns fan my whole life, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm of the thinking of we're doomed from the very beginning. I was just like, I, from the very beginning, I was like, why, why are we, why are we doing this? We're fine. We were on a good trajectory. We're on a good path. And it's like, yeah, the dude is like an MVP level player, right? Or but was. he hasn't, like you said, he hasn't played. Right. And, and now he's got all this other distractions and stuff. Right. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it didn't affect Ben Roethlisberger when he was accused of raping people. And I it mean, didn't really... you know, but I think a lot of this has to do with, with you know, greatness like Roethlisberger and, 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 and other players. It has to do with longevity. Like, you know, you, you they play great and, and everything, but they, they have, everybody has years that they're like so-so. They didn't go to the Super Bowl this year. You know what I mean? They make it right. to the playoffs, but they, didn't, they got knocked out in the first round or something. This happens to a lot of players. There's not a bunch of Tom Brady's walking around out there. Nope. So, you know, but you'll get uh, uh, institutions that'll stick with their quarterback and and try and work him to give them experience to make them better players. You know what I yeah. mean? Now, listen, you get injured and maybe it's a debilitating injury. There's nothing you can do about it. Okay, I get yeah. that. You know, that guy's got to go. But I think that the Browns are often way too quick to constantly blame the quarterback and move it out. I think Baker Mayfield m might turn into be a really great quarterback. I mean, That's you know, what I keep saying. It, it's like uh, he he just needed some more experience and uh, less stress on, you know, because uh, this team, you know, there's being built around him and uh, yeah. it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't great. And then he was injured. And then they're just like, oh, let's get rid of him and we'll get this other guy who's an all-star. But he hasn't played. So I I don't know I think it's I think it was and it's a lot of money they they had they already had Mayfield they had him I mean you know right. it was under contract and he wasn't he was not expensive they could have bought a whole lot of better players for that same amount of money to put around Mayfield but right. instead they put it all on this quarterback sometimes I just really feel like they're purposely trying to fuck the Browns up to move, <laughs> to move the damn team out of Cleveland because nobody here is going to want them anymore but yeah. this town is so crazy about football. That we just keep taking shovels it, of shit 
uh, constantly and, and yeah. not caring. It's, That's what we like. I don't know. They're talking about moving just real quick. They're talking about moving the stadium. You've heard about that? No. They're, I mean, they're, they, they contractually, Wait, they, um, stadium? well, the, the Brown stadium, they're not going to pick up the stadium and move it. They're going to build a new just, one, yeah. uh, but they're contractually obligated to, um, build out this whole, uh, connecting bridge and restaurants and all this sort of stuff that's connecting Ooh. to it. But they've been looking at other sites to, um, potentially, build a new stadium in Cleveland still, but um, uh, in a different location um, than where this one currently is at and yeah. with a dome on it. Uh, and so now, you know, uh, what's his face? Haslam family came back and basically said, you know, we, we had to look at these other sites as, as part of, you know, our due diligence you know, we're staying where we're at, you know, and all this kind of yeah. stuff. But, uh, you know, come on. Lies. Right. They're, they're just looking at it and, and they're making considerations because they the, the facility is, is getting it's, – it's not old by Cleveland standards, but I guess by stadium standards, it's starting to get a little old. And I guess comparatively to some of these teams like Dallas and things that spend a ridiculous amount of money on, on their stadiums, um, ours is, is maybe becoming dated in that sense. And so I, I think, you know, and they, and again, these billionaires, they don't pay for it. I mean, they'll just be like, we're going to do this and there's going to be a syntax and let's vote on it. And it always passes because everybody's like, we, what do you want to do? Get rid of football? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. What are we and, supposed to do? Okay. It's bullshit. You got to vote. We keep the Browns in Cleveland. I'll pay an extra dollar a beer. And, uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's, it won't happen for, a, a quite a long time. I, you know, but, um, if it does happen within the next 10 years or something, or they start talking about it, um, I just won't be surprised. It's, um, uh, sports complexes and everything. Um, right. it, it wouldn't be unusual, but anyway, we're way over. Thanks. Uh, yeah. thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for our Patreon people for helping us out and keeping this show going. We love all of you guys. And uh, maybe next week we'll look at the email bag, oblast.vgn.us, and we'll uh, we'll see if there's anything in there for us to read off, uh, if I remember. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at vgn.us. That is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening, and good night. Peace.